Welcome to episode 492 of Salcedo Paranormal. And tonight I'm sharing true paranormal stories on the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me, at the podcast page. And that is Salcedo Paranormal dot podbean dot com that's s a l s i d o paranormal dot podbean dot com always happy to hear from you all whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences whether they're your own or from others that you trust happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them thank you all for listening whether you are here for the live streams on Discord, or if you listen to the podcast or YouTube feeds, or if you listen on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP, Digital Broadcasting, there you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank uh, Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting it up on the station, uh, along with all the music that you hear at the beginning and end of every episode there. If you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others, and or rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Also, I've written some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can find over on Amazon. And I have a Patreon page as well, uh, where I'll be putting up content whenever I can. Um, extra shows, basically. And I already have one there so far. And that, that content will always be available to all mem- membership tier levels. So, uh, just another way to support the show. And uh, But all. All of the tiers there will receive the same content. Uh, also, if you'd just like to make a one-time donation to the show, uh, you can do that through PayPal or Venmo. Uh, help is never expected, but always appreciated, as there are expenses in making these shows, from uh, equipment to uh, research materials to uh, travel expenses. As I will be going to the Mid-Michigan Paracon this year, this November 4th and 5th, it's a Saturday and Sunday after Halloween. And uh, I'll be going there to um, listen to all the presentations that I can, but also to make audio recordings of myself and anyone else who wants to join me to talk about all things paranormal. And uh, um, then I will be sharing those recordings on uh, shows once I get back home. So looking forward to that. And... Uh, like I said, any donations that you all make, especially right now, will be going towards uh, funds for that event. So uh, it's appreciated, but never expected. So I just want to make sure that's clear. Uh, I think that covers everything for now. So I think with that, I can get on with the stories. So let me get to the Word file there, and then we will get started on those. So let me see here. This first one says, I work in an elder care facility, so it is not uncommon for residents to pass away here. Recently, I assisted cleaning staff in 
clearing out a deceased resident's room. They warned me about potential chills in the air. Not long after, I felt the kind of chill they mentioned, and then felt someone tapping my shoulder, even though I was alone in the room. Other staff members have also reported similar experiences uh, after a resident's passing. A new resident moved into the same room recently. They felt like someone was watching them and asked, me, asked us to close the curtains. During the night, the new resident buzzed for assistance, claiming someone had uh, shaken them. I don't know if these events are paranormal or possibly pranks by uh, another resident, but that still doesn't explain all the other experiences people have had. So and that's the end of that story. And I sort of agree with him there. It does seem like if there's multiple things going on, uh, especially with multiple people, um, it doesn't seem like it's as likely to me anyway that it's a prank. And if you think about, just like they say, that kind of location, you have people that are um, basically crossing over. Uh, and But their energy could still be there for a while after they pass. And so it wouldn't surprise me. It's it's basically a, another kind of hospital. It wouldn't surprise me if there's activity there. Um, you hear that so much about hospitals and, and places like that that uh, I, I'm not surprised by that story at all. And there's just so many... So many reports and stories from people in the medical uh, medical fields about strange experiences they have while they're working in these places. So, and it makes me wonder um, how how what what the percentage is of people who report those kinds of experiences anywhere at all versus people that don't. Uh, and if there's, um, if there's a lot more, if it's around the same, or if most people do and report it in one, one location or another, even if it's just online, again, sort of on websites and they just make up screen names so that they don't have to use their actual name, but they can still talk about their experiences, which I totally understand, especially if you're still in those those uh, fields and you're still employed you'd want to you might not want people to find out that that you're having these experiences or in their minds that you think you're having these experiences um because there's that whole stigma as well so um amazing story there and i don't doubt again that that could have happened so moving on to the next story here. Let's see. Oops, okay. There we go. Almost clicked on the wrong thing, but I got it. Okay, this next one says, I babysit for multiple families who know each other in my area. In, mo in my most uh, recent job, I worked for a family with children ranging from three to seven years old. The children were playing in the basement playroom. 
It had blue walls and an angled section near the door. The parents explained the usual routine and went upstairs to the main floor. The children continued to play peacefully with building blocks. I noticed a shadow figure near the wall that seemed to dart out of the room. I uh, lost my spot. That's what I did. Okay, there we go. I figured that a child had left to use the restroom and followed, but found no child. I returned to find all the family's children still playing in the same positions. None of the children had moved to cast shadows on that wall. I explored the rest of the basement, but no one else was present. I asked the kids if they had friends over, but didn't get a real answer. The parents confirmed that there weren't any other children present. I then noticed that when the parents entered the room, their shadows left, and when they left, their shadows returned. I'm not sure what they mean by that, but anyway. But I never saw the shadow figure from earlier again. So it sounds like they saw an extra shadow that didn't belong to anyone that was coming or going. Um, I wonder, it is odd in a way, just in passing this idea that it, it was they were in the basement. So often you hear about stories of paranormal activity happening in basements or attics. Um, but it sounds like it was the kids' playroom and, and the kids didn't seem... The writer didn't say anything about the kids being frightened. So I don't um, I don't know what else is going on there, but I wonder if it was just some entity or some person that, uh, for whatever reason, wanted out of there. Um, or And I don't know, maybe they, they somehow just were passing through and they didn't expect to find anyone there. And that's why they left. I don't know with that one, um, especially with, with nothing else happening. But um, that's that's a really neat story there that they weren't able to figure out a logical reason for this one shadow being there, or, or they, and they weren't able to figure out where it went or where the uh, whatever was casting it um, went. So it does sound like it was just a shadow figure uh, or shadow on a wall that was there and then gone for some reason. And uh, maybe that again, I always wonder about that because I do think that that there's a lot of just random things that happen because other consciousnesses or souls or spirits or entities they just pass through areas for whatever reason, and maybe they don't um, they don't mean to appear, and somehow they still do or they um, find themselves sort of in the basement when they weren't expecting to be there. Again, we don't know how all this works, so it could have been someone that was even maybe even frightened of the situa situation there. Turns out that, you know, the, the sort of the cliche of the ghost was more frightened of the people than the people were of the ghost. Um, and again, going back to the idea I was talking about where what is a ghost? I think there's a lot of different things that can seem like one. And so sort of get grouped into that label. 
but labels are not always um, not always accurate. I don't think so. You can be confused, <clears throat> but um, I'd wonder about any other activity before or after in the location. Again, it doesn't say anything about that, so I'm wondering if there is none. And again, that just leads me more to the idea of someone passing through. So, um, but other than that, I don't know with that story there, what was going on. <coughs> Excuse me. So, let me see here. Let me move on to the next story here. And uh, we'll keep going. Let's see. This one says, uh, let me see. Okay. Uh, this one says, my husband and I recently visited the cemetery in the, in the town where I am from. I wanted to show him some family graves dating back to the 1800s. We explored the cemetery and passed by a church. I pointed out the resting place of an important community figure and mentioned there was a legend of the devil's hoofprints on that box-shaped tomb. We also read some other, excuse me, other markers about local history. We were on our way out through the church's front gates and walked towards the main road when we both got the sense of being watched. That is when we spotted a shadowy figure that disappeared when we looked at it directly. My husband confirmed that he had seen it too. Half joking, I suggested it may have been a family member of mine saying goodbye. And that's where that story ends. Uh, a lot of uh, fairly quick ones moving through these fast today. Um, but, and I wonder if, if that person, the writer there was, when they were joking, I wonder if um, it was more than just a, a joke or a random thought. I wonder if uh, there was some kind of contact going on there that they maybe even weren't completely aware of. And that's why they said that. Uh, let me see here. One moment, please. Okay. Sorry about that. My nose is bothering me. Um, but, uh, so yeah, I wonder if they did see someone, and maybe it was someone's, that writer's family member, one of their family members from way back somehow checking them out, checking out the person that was uh, descended from them. That'd be really amazing if you think about that. Um, so I wonder about that. Or, of course, there could have just been a random uh, shadow figure as well. But I always wonder about that when people sort of make jokes or kind of say things and they think that they're joking or they're just guessing. And I always wonder if maybe... There's more to that there than they realize. Of course, I don't know, but it'd be really amazing if that was the case. So, 
Moving on to the next story here. Let me see here. <clears throat> this one says, My family and I have been staying at a beach house <clears throat> Excuse me, in a major city in Alabama, and we've had some unusual experiences here. On the first night, all the TVs in the house turned on by themselves. The next day, I heard footsteps above my room where there's no floor, only the roof. Last night, around 3 a.m., so basically in the morning, I heard uh, water running in the kitchen, but no one was there. The faucet is the touch-to-turn-on uh, touch type, so touch-activated, and the warm or hot water ran for about 20 seconds. Another family member also heard a creaking floor behind her, but didn't investigate. We're not frightened, though. These things have been more interesting than anything else. I'm not sure if this is relevant, but many of the houses in the area are new due to hurricane damage from about five years ago. I am currently staying here alone, which makes the footsteps I have heard downstairs at night lately very interesting. And that's where that story ends. I like how they're not really frightened by any of the things going on there. Because, um, I mean, I can understand if they're, uh, I mean, I can understand them being frightened, especially if they've not had any experiences before so then that, that makes me wonder have they had experiences before are they a family that deals with this kind of thing all the time and so <laughs> these other things that are happening there um they're not frightening to them i can sort of relate to that uh i was thinking about that today i actually heard a one of those those uh random bumps uh or noises in my apartment i hear sometimes where i can I can sort of trace it, but not quite. And it's just gotten to the point now where I don't even always think about it much anymore now because it's just a sound. Unless there's something else that's going on with it or, or around the same time or some other important event or maybe a sign or some um, major thought I'm having or something else to go with it. I just don't really think about those things much anymore now but they do happen every so often and i just note it and i then i just move on i'm just doing whatever i'm doing and uh so i wonder if that's sort of what this family the writer in this family um if they're just at that point now or if they just really some people it takes a lot to frighten them so maybe that's the case as well but, um, so yeah, I don't know. It doesn't sound like anything major there. It just sounds like a lot of minor little things, which, again, I can understand if some people say, well, that is major. And I guess it is, it is really relative to one's experience. So, uh, going on to the next story here. This one says, this happened to my father, not me. He was napping in his chair while... I was away from the house at work. 
something grabbed it and shook his arm, and he woke. He initially, sorry, thought it was one of his dogs. When he opened his eyes, he saw a completely white figure with a plastic-like appearance. The figure was smooth and had a head resembling a mohawk. I wonder if they mean hair, but I'm not sure. Uh, but lacked texture. My father was so shocked that he couldn't speak. The figure stood up briefly and then moved back into a corner and then went up and eventually vanished. My father is a, a veteran, military veteran, and found the experience difficult to understand. He is also not one to lie or exaggerate, so I don't know what to think about what he saw. And that's where that story ends, and I'm with the writer there. I have no idea how to describe or what, how to classify what he saw. Um, I mean, other than just a figure of white, I wonder if they mean if, if he, he saw some kind of a figure of light that just wasn't giving off any light. I've heard of that. I don't, I don't really know with that one. I have no idea where to go with that. So, but um, it uh, doesn't sound like he's one that has had other experiences before. So um, that's also amazing if that's the case. And it makes you wonder why. What was the purpose for that? So, and again, I have no idea. Um, but it sounds like it was something and not something easily mistaken for, not something easily just written off is what I'm trying to say there. So beyond that, I have no idea. So I think, uh, I, think uh, I think I'll just uh, go on to the, oh, wait, the next one. It's kind of long. So I guess I won't go on to the next one. <laughs> um, so yeah, I don't know. I always wonder about that with these stories of of things that don't fall into a, one of your usual sort of um, stereotypes or your tropes. That's not like a gray alien. It's not like a it's not um, a cryptid sasquatch, like a sasquatch or a dogman. It's not an apparition or a ghost in the traditional sense. Um, doesn't really seem to fit into any category. And uh, I always wonder about that. And then also the fact that it was just a one-time experience. So those are also odd in a way, to me anyway. So, but, uh, but yeah, so that's basically going to cover all the stories for tonight. Um, yeah, I don't know. It does, it seems like they, he was awake. He's, I mean, um, when he when he saw the figure go up, so um, PDG in the chat says, "I wonder if it was sleep." That last one was sleep paralysis. The but yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just odd that they were awake when they when by the time the figure actually left the room. So, not saying that it can't be, but it just seems odd. But um, so yeah, I just want to remind everyone, uh, please. Uh, in every episode description, you'll find links to um, both Mike and Rohan's shows and uh, 
Um, please follow those and check those out. And also every other every um, episode with a guest has their links in there as well. So please check out those. I always include uh, Jen. Uh, um, so um, I'm forgetting her name. Arcane Observer. There we go. Uh, her channel as well. I always include include her links in the episode description. So, but thank you all for listening, and I will talk to you all in the next episode of South Sea Paranormal. Take care.